0: Hello, welcome to the Tim Price Go Harvest podcast. I'm so glad you're here today to listen in as we talk about one simple tip for becoming productive. Welcome to the Tim Price Go Harvest podcast, where our mission is to equip and encourage ministry leaders. We're so thrilled to have you listening to our podcast and our prayer is that it will be helpful to you and your teams. If you have any thoughts or questions, feel free to reach out to us at timpriceblog.com. We'd also be honored if you would subscribe and share with others. Heading now to today's episode. Anyone can do two things at once. What takes real discipline is doing one thing at once. I can't remember where that quote came from. It might have been one of the presidents, Calvin Coolidge or somebody, but I remember that quote when I get busy with things. One of the best ways to be incredibly productive is to put some focused work into the project at hand, big or small, until you complete it or come to a predetermined stopping point. Switching from task to task will cause a person to come to the end of the day wondering what they've accomplished. Deadlines will slip by, emails will remain half composed, and items on your to-do list will be incomplete. And if it sounds like I'm speaking from experience, it's because I am. That's somehow, many times, the way I wind up operating for a day that gets out of control for me. So one small accomplishment after the next is really what makes a day productive. So how do we stay focused on one thing at a time? How do we take things one step at a time, staying on it until we are done? So here are a few thoughts about staying focused On one thing at a time. Number one, make habits of reviewing. If you take just a few minutes at the end of your day to review what you have done, you'll begin to discover how much you really get done when you are focused on each task or how much you're not getting done when you're all over the board. Review your day and review your week and think about what's been accomplished and plan for the next day or week. Number two, you can automate. What can you put into place so that you don't have to deal with it anymore? The little things that pop up that all of a sudden you have to stop what you're doing to take care of something that could have been taken care of automatically. Many people do this with their bills or other things like that. Sometimes people do it with scheduled emails. That's something that I do most often. I do the same with social media posts. It takes some time up front to learn automation techniques, but then it's worth it in the long run. Whatever time you used up then is going to multiply and be saved over the course of the next several months and years. Number three, delegate. Now the goal again here is to become more productive. And I realize the title says one tip for becoming more productive. And I'm giving you like a list of seven or eight. And the reason is, is because the one tip to becoming more productive is to focus on one thing at once, to take 60, 90 minutes, 120 minutes if you can do it, to focus on the main thing you need to do today. Now, this applies to everybody in all kinds of fields, home, life, work, school. It especially applies to ministry leaders. And as we get ready to do number three here, delegate, ministry leaders wind up with a few unique situations, not unlike some other professions. But here are the unique parts of it. One, you are in control of your own schedule for the most part. There are many ways you can lay out your day and your work and your flow. And because you are in control of it, it's so much easier for things to be interrupted. And uh, that's part of ministry as well. We don't wanna just assume that we're gonna set everybody and everything aside because that's part of what we're doing as we serve in the church. So part of this whole thing of helping to free up your schedule so that you can truly focus on the main project or goal or, or end product for the day is to to do these things. So the main goal of delegating is to free up your time to accomplish these things. So what can you delegate? One of your tasks as a minister leader needs to be to hand off things to those around you. There's a couple different levels here. Sometimes you're just handing off tasks. Other times, you are delegating for the purpose of growing leaders. You're handing off responsibilities. Now, that is exponentially more powerful than handing off tasks. But as you empower people with responsibility, it's really going to change, and that's a concept I got from Craig Gersell somewhere along the way. So when I hear this idea of delegation, I always get a little bit uh, overwhelmed, breathe a little faster. I'm thinking, oh man, delegating is so hard. I always wonder who to delegate to and how I'm going to hand it off, and um, and then I always you know come up with the old saying: "It's so much easier just to do it." Well, I have experienced some very successful and thankfully very awesome opportunities. To partner with people uh, digitally and personally to accomplish so much more in ministry than I could ever accomplish on my own. So not too long ago, I I did a project through Fiverr.com. Every once in a while that comes up, we need some kind of graphic, some kind of video clip. We'll just get on Fiverr.com, F-I-V-E-R-R, and people for five bucks will do any number of things. And you can just uh, put your project out there, spend a little bit of money, and it happens. In recent months, Uh, I just connected with another virtual assistant through a um, website called Upwork. And we've never met. She lives quite a ways away. But she has helped take on a bunch of tasks, including editing this podcast. So thank you, Lexi. Even this blog post that accompanies this podcast is edited by somebody I have known for quite some time. And she has graciously, over the last two or three years, partnered with me and Harvest Ministry to help make these posts more readable, more um, available, and uh, part of our ministry of resourcing ministry leaders to you and every reader who comes across it. And this is just a small example of people who have partnered with me through delegation, through that process of handing things off so that I'm able to focus on other aspects of the ministry. So we have review your week, automate what you can, delegate effectively. Number 4 is to schedule less. This won't have to be talked about so much because basically the idea is you are going to have interruptions in life. Things aren't going to go the way you plan. So the best thing you can do is to not schedule your calendar to the max. Leave a few moments so that you are able to take care of the unexpected. You'll find that as you focus on one task at a time with a focused approach that you will actually wind up with more time in the long run. And when your day is only about 80% scheduled, you're free to deal with other things. Number five, be efficient. Now, this is kind of opposite of what the title of this podcast is, but there are times when you can kill two birds with one stone. You can listen to audiobooks while you're running errands. You can listen to podcasts while you're mowing the grass. You can uh, do any number of things that help mundane tasks become more beneficial. Batch errands, have walking meetings, so, so many ideas. And there are times when doubling up can bring about a great end result for more time for focused work for the one agenda or project for the day or the block of the day. Number six, we'll get to this as soon as we do this commercial. All right, one tip for becoming more productive is to focus on one thing at once. How do we do that? Get into the habit of reviewing your day and your week. Automate what you can so that you don't interrupt your main focus time on work that you need to get done for the day. Delegate for the same reason. Schedule less so the interruptions don't throw off your whole flow. Be efficient when you can. Number six, keep good notes. And I know this is basically just um, um, a discipline, but have you ever forgotten where you've left off? You've forgotten what someone said, or you've forgotten the start time, or you've forgotten. The last one you entered before you took a quick break. It's really important just to keep good notes. When you're involved in a conversation or a meeting, engage fully, take notes on what people are saying, and stay clear of doing other things while you're in the meeting. That's kind of a waste of time. Now, some meetings can become a waste of time unless you drill down and really focus in, sit forward, lean forward, make eye contact, don't have other conversations, don't look at your phone, don't check your email. Do what you need to do so that the meeting is effective. And keep good notes so that you're able to stay on track afterwards. If you're interested in more about this, uh, sometime back, I don't even know if it's still out there, but Michael Hyatt had a great podcast on the lost art of note-taking. And it might have been a blog post, I don't remember. But you can get the link on our, um, on our blog post at timpriceblog.com. And then number seven, and the final one, the one thing. What is the one thing that you have to finish today? focus on doing this one thing first it's a good way to start the day and when you're in the habit of just running from here to there then it's going to take a couple of days to undo that a little bit but you're going to have to decide that tomorrow is going to be different plan a specific project or task with a predetermined time block in which you want to complete it and during that time set everything aside set your phone aside set your agendas aside Pull out the tools that you need, your laptop or your computer or your journal or whatever it is, and then work on that task until you're complete. And once it's finished, then you can carry on running here and there. You'll be pleasantly surprised how the focus on one thing will be both motivating and addicting. Well, I'm so thankful that you have listened to this podcast today. I'm praying for you as you lead your ministry, your worship ministry, your student ministry, your church as a pastor. Whatever it is that you're serving in, in the kingdom work, it's worth making sure that we are disciplined to stay focused on accomplishing the main things. If you're interested in reading some more about this topic, you can visit the website timpriceblog.com, look up this post, and you can see some other posts, five ministry time savers, the consequences of unordered time, five reasons to develop a compulsion for closure, and many more. I would love for you just to visit those. And I just want to encourage us as we end here from a verse, Colossians 4, 5, live wisely among those who are not believers and make the most of every opportunity. That's part of our goal as we work, that we use our energy wisely, that we use our gifts wisely, and that we accomplish the task at hand. The most important thing we need to do for the kingdom work today. Well, I'm praying for you, and I'm so thankful that you've listened to this podcast today, and I will see you next time. Thanks. Thanks for listening today. We hope this has been encouraging and helpful to you. Stay in touch with us at timpriceblog.com. Until next time, keep following in the footsteps of Jesus and lifting up the name of the Lord. Thanks for your work and ministry.